0: If you've been playing violin for any length of time, you know that intonation is one of the biggest struggles that we face as violinists. So wouldn't it be great to have a little tool that fits into your pocket that tells you whether you're playing in tune or not? This tool, the digital tuner already exists, as you probably know, you may have one on your phone already, but it's actually pretty controversial. A quick Google search and you'll see that some people think that tuners are the worst thing ever invented, and you may be wondering why. Others swear by them. So isn't it a good thing to have a cheap and convenient tool that tells you whether or not you're playing in tune? Or is it a dangerous invention that's going to actually prevent you from developing your ear and playing in tune in the long run? Listen to find out more about the riveting debate behind playing with a tuner and whether it is something that makes sense for you to be using, and if so, how you should go about using it correctly. But first, hello and welcome to Violin Class, the podcast for people who are learning the violin as an adult. My name is Julia. I'm a professional violinist and violin teacher, and I'm here to share my tips and experience to make learning the violin a little bit easier. If you have any suggestions for a future episode topic, if you're interested in learning violin with me, or just want to say hi, you can get in touch via my website at violinclass.co or email me at violinclasspod at gmail.com. And lastly, if you find this podcast interesting and helpful, I'd really appreciate it if you can leave me a rating or review wherever you listen to your podcast. This helps me to reach new listeners. Without further ado... Let's talk tuners. So, to start off, I actually want to cover how professionals use tuners, or rather, how they don't. Pros generally don't practice with tuners, except maybe to tune their instrument. And even then, it's really just to check your open A, and then the rest of the strings we will tune by ear. And keep in mind, tuners haven't been around for very long. I'm in my 20s, and even I didn't have access to them when I was growing up. I mean, we had digital tuners, but nothing as powerful as what you can just download for free on your phone these days. So for that reason, most professional violinists, even the young ones, they don't learn with a tuner, and then they don't teach with a tuner. And again, we just use them to tune our instruments, and even then, many will just use the A from a piano and skip the tuner altogether. I have used them before in a quartet rehearsal, and the context is maybe checking a drone pitch in the key. So for example, the cellist is holding a bass note C for many, many measures in a row, and the other three musicians need to make sure that they're all tuning to the cellist. Then maybe the cellist could check their C with a tuner to make sure that they're not off. But again, they could actually just use a piano, and that's about it. So we can establish that a tuner is absolutely not necessary to developing a good sense of intonation. And in fact, most people that have very strong intonation who have been playing for a long time don't and haven't ever used a tuner. So why is that? Why don't we use them more? As I mentioned, part of the reason is that we didn't grow up learning with them, and classical music tends to be really grounded in tradition, so many musicians will stick to what they know and pass that down, because why change what works? But there are a couple of more important and relevant reasons why tuners aren't just a quick fix for our intonation. First of all, the tuner will tell you if your pitch is correct and how far you are from the center of the pitch, but it doesn't really train your ear. In the long run, good intonation comes through your ear, which is, like anything, a skill that you need to nurture and develop. For me, this is the number one most important reason. So if you're just getting used to playing your note, waiting for a smiley face or whatever your app gives you to tell you if you're in tune, and then moving on, that in the long run isn't going to actually help you very much with intonation. So if you've already been playing that way and you are an avid tuner user, um, it is a little bit hard to wean yourself off just because you get used to that security and then you're kind of unsure sometimes if you actually are in tune or not. And that's actually exactly what I mean by by how this doesn't actually help your ear so much. It kind of puts a band-aid on things. I think one of the biggest dangers, however, is if you are a beginner who's just starting out, especially if you don't have any previous musical experience, you're not used to listening to intonation at all. And the issue there is that the tuner will tell you if you're playing a note in tune, but it won't tell you if the note that you're playing is correct. So for example, you might be playing an F sharp that is so sharp that you're actually playing an Intune G. And the tuner will tell you, great, 100% you are in tune, but you're actually so out of tune that you're on the wrong note. And you may not know that if you're just starting out. The tuner should tell you what note you're on, but it might be kind of small or hidden in some corner of your app. So that's something that you need to just be really mindful of at the beginning if you are using a tuner. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because this happens. I've seen it happen many times throughout my teaching experience. So again, just something to pay attention if you're in your early days of violin playing. I think most people, though, are using them more so just to kind of check to see if your pitch is correct. You play something, you check, you adjust, sliding your finger, and you move on. The issue with that though, is that first of all, it'll give you a false sense of security that you're playing in tune when you're not actually placing your finger in tune at the beginning of the note. And generally, if you're doing this, you're going quickly, you're checking, you're sliding, and you're not necessarily paying close attention or listening properly to your intonation. And this is going to do a lot more harm than good in the long run because you won't actually play more in tune when you're working without the tuner. And that's the whole point, right? So we want to be able to use it as training wheels, but that when you take the training wheels off, you're able to ride your bike, you're playing in tune. So there is a way to do that. And I'll be talking about that a little bit later. But there's actually one more issue with tuners is that they're actually less accurate than a well trained ear. And I'm not gonna get into that too much. It has to do with the concept of just intonation. But basically, this is why when you get more experienced and how the professionals are tuning, let's say just tuning the instrument as an example, we're not tuning each note to the tuner, we're tuning each note to our A. So we're listening to the relative distance and listening for certain things in the sound rather than getting feedback from uh, the the tuner because the tuner is going to give something that's just a few cents too high or too low compared to what is going to feel really settled and really in tune. So again, that's beyond the scope of this episode, but it is something I am going to cover in a future one. For now, just know that this is a thing. So as a listener, you might think that I am squarely on the anti-tuner camp, but I'm actually not. I think that you can use them and they shouldn't necessarily be avoided at all costs, although it's not going to be the first thing that I'm going to gravitate towards or recommend. That said, I do think that they can be really helpful for some people, especially if you're aware of the pitfalls. So if you remember at the beginning of the episode, I mentioned that a lot of professionals don't use tuners and don't teach them because they didn't learn with them. And it's kind of a whole cycle and that's great. It works. It's been working forever, but generally that's the approach used when working with children. When we're approaching the violin from the perspective of an adult learner, there are a couple of key differences that I think are important to keep in mind. One really big pro for the tuners is that they can really help to combat frustration, which I think is super important when dealing with adult learners. That's because adults are generally more self-critical than kids when learning the violin, and intonation can become literally so frustrating that it can inhibit your actual ability to progress and lead you to want to quit, which is not the end goal. I think kids can sometimes happily play all sorts of noises and smile and be on their merry way, but generally as adults, we're a bit more self-aware. We're not so used to being in the beginner's mindset. And so if a tuner can help you get past that hump, I think then it can be a very valuable tool. In a perfect world, you wouldn't need one. You would just take your time and slowly tune and not move on until everything's perfect. But in the real world, realistically, it's important to feel forward momentum and progress and stay motivated when you're learning the violin. And I think sometimes the tuner can be really helpful with that. Another pro is that the violin is a pretty complex skill where you have to focus on a ton of things at once. If the tuner can help you in one area and kind of let you not worry about that. It can free you up to focus on other elements like your posture and your position. And I think that in the long run will help to solidify your tuning because good intonation stems from having good posture. And if you're playing with a tuner correctly, it can actually help to slow you down and learn to listen really intently. And then just simply reassure you that you're playing the correct note, especially if you're in kind of a weird key. Going back to our training wheels analogy, we want it to be something to guide you now with the intention of not needing it later on. Yes, in the long run, you absolutely need to learn how to hear if you're playing in tune and how to correct it without the tuner. But for some people, I think the tuner can help to get them there. If you've been learning until now without a tuner, you certainly don't need to start. I don't think it'll help you necessarily at this point, but If intonation is something like you feel you're really struggling with and you haven't tried it, it could be a good starting place as you're working side-by-side on your listening and your ear training as well. And I would also make sure that you're communicating with your teacher because they might not want you to use it at all or they might be okay with it, but just make sure that they know that you're working with a tuner. So how would you work with a tuner properly? And if I may say responsibly... The key is really just using it to check your work instead of blindly just playing and then adjusting, playing, adjusting, playing, adjusting. So this is gonna help you to practice active listening where you'll actually play a note without looking at the tuner. Then you have to determine yourself whether it's flat or sharp and how close you are. Then you can check with the tuner to see if you're right. So you don't wanna just have the tuner on, play and adjust. Again, that's really a bad habit that you're gonna have to unlearn and break You have to go literally note by note, very slowly, decide yourself what you think is the direction that the note should go to, and then the tuner is going to help you check your work. And that's how you use a tuner. I do have a favorite tuning app for this, and I will link that in the show notes. So if you're curious as to the tuner that I use, Uh, in my own studio and that I've been using for years, make sure you're signed up for the Violin Class newsletter at violinclass.co slash newsletter. In the long run, there are a lot of better alternatives and I think more powerful alternatives looking forward on how to improve your intonation. And I am working on a ridiculously huge episode on this in many parts. So stay tuned for that. That's going to come probably later in the, in the next couple of months where I'm going to go really into detail about how to improve your intonation and play more in tune. But what I wanted to include just to finish up is a conversation with my own students at one of our group studio classes. The first one talks about how she went from working with a tuner to working without one. And the second one was in her early days of transitioning away from it and just talking about what that experience is like. And since this is just a recording from a group class Zoom call, I will warn you, the audio quality is not awesome. What I noticed was I started using it as a crutch and it was almost like the tapes. Like when you take the tapes off, there's like a period of time where it gets worse and then it gets exponentially better. And it's kind of the same thing with the tuner. Like it gets worse or like you feel in your head about it. You're like, it's so bad. But like in the end, if you watch recordings of yourself before and then versus after, it's just, it's so much better. Like you just get used to it and your fingers know where to go already. So like when you're performing, you're not staring at your tuner, you know, so you can do it. It's just, you have to it's kind of like taking the pacifier out of babies' baby's mouth like eventually you know they hate it but eventually it's better because they don't have to carry it around everywhere they go so yeah honestly it's just like rip the band-aid off do it it's gonna get worse for a little but then it'll feel a lot better uh yeah well for for longest time i was very addicted to my tuner <laughs> So, uh, yeah, and I did a bit procrastinate on on letting it go. But for the last maybe two or three weeks, I have made an active effort of practicing without my tuner. Maybe it's because I am not objective towards myself. uh, But I I don't really feel necessarily better. But the good news is I don't feel necessarily worse either. Like, uh, when I play, I I know I'm out of tune. Like, I realize I'm out of tune. I don't need the tuner to tell me I'm out of tune. So... Um, on some aspects I, I think I'm like okay no, I'm, I'm ready for it <laughs> yeah I, I need to grow a bit more confident about the absence of- yeah I think I think that even though you, you liked the tuner you know it's I think it has helped you or you know if not physically with where the fingers are just mentally knowing where you're in in tune which I think counts for a lot because there's just so many other factors that we're working on that if it can free you up from worrying about the intonation and you know, being able to think about your tone and your bow grip, I think it has its place for sure. And then at a certain point, gotta gotta say goodbye. So there you have it. Perspectives from people that are at two different stages of moving away from the tuner, but the tuner was helpful to both of them in different ways as they were kind of developing the skills to be able to move away from it. That's the end of this week's episode all about tuners. I hope that the uh, controversy that you may have run across if you did any research to this uh, yourself is a little bit clearer now and that you're better equipped with the background information to decide for yourself whether it's something that's going to be helpful for you or not. If you'd like to read the full show notes to this episode, links to the tuner I mentioned and some bonus content, make sure you're signed up for the Violin Class newsletter at violinclass.co. And again, you can always write to me through that website or at violinclasspod at gmail.com. If you want to reach out and say hi, tell me how you're doing with your intonation, or if you are interested in joining my violin studio. So thank you so much for listening, and I will catch you at the next one.